Both of those people were Burl Ives. He's so hot. <laughs> yeah. The Burl Ives nesting doll <laughs> when it opens. It's so amazing. Mama's Studios in Austin, Texas. It's Hillary H. Baum, Livingston Butler, and this show has everything, including, but not limited to, a Grease 2 update. Woo! Uh, Mike's travel story, question mark. Um, Hillary and Christie's million-dollar Oscar picks. Honestly, like, y'all should really listen to us because we can win you some money. You're, you're going <laughs> to retire. We're, we know our shit. Um, and a final potpourri of some of our favorite movies. Um, joining me from east to west in the North Rosedale neighborhood of Detroit, Michigan, it's Meredith Van Have, Van Harn, Van Have, Harvard, Harvard. <laughs> oh, that's a new one. Thanks. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Good morning, Meredith. Good morning. Um, okay, so I, I need to look, I guess, so Mike, you would be the next one east, but you're not in your normal Dear Blind Studios. Where are you, Mike? I am in the uh, Park MGM Properties in Las Vegas, Nevada for the annual um, Super Bowl pilgrimage that I make uh, every year to be with my brother, who's not attending this year, but uh, also a whole passel of uh, childhood friends, the poor ads, the youngest of which... Uh, Youngest of whom makes a lot of money and has a crippling gambling problem, so a lot of stuff gets gets <laughs> comped for us. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sounds fun. I, yeah, it's fantastic every year. I want to join. Um, uh, and then, okay, so this is when it gets a little confusing. Who is far? Who's farther east and who's farther <laughs> west? I need to look at a map. I don't know. Uh, I'm just gonna go ahead and say, Christy. Um, uh, I guess it's you. What's going on? How are you? Good. It's early. <laughs> How are the cookies doing? They're going. We we pick them up next weekend, so we're going to have a garage full. Mm. But she's currently 204 boxes behind her goal. <gasps> so if you need oh, shit. some Thin Mints or whatever Get else you like. I'll order them. Yeah. I'll get him in. Okay. All right. Cullen calls them Girl Scouts. He says, you know, we need to go buy some Girl Scouts. This isn't human trafficking. It's cookie sales. <laughs> right. <laughs> right? Send him our way. You need to get a girlfriend and we'll buy the cookies. You know, that's, what, that's, how, that's how that works. I'm sure that uh, Jeremy and Colin could do some damage to our garage stock. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> well, Emily, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, and finally, making a guest starring appearance in the Pacific Northwest uh, basement in Covington, <laughs> Washington, it's uh, Bobby Shufflin' Papes Pape. Hi, Bobby. I like to call it Will's Basement Inn and Suites. Thank you. <laughs> Good morning. It's early there as well, huh? It is pretty early. I'm not used to recording this early, but thankfully, uh, I was already awake hours earlier because of the time change. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, well, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna do what we set out to do. We're gonna talk about our Grease 2 challenge. Um, we're gonna do some small talk, some medium talk, and, you know, 
do a really a final round of uh, movie talk. Although we always talk about movies, but this is uh, the finale of our of our movie month. But um, all right, let's get into some small talk, Bobby. Absolutely. Just a word of warning: if you hear any background laughing or stifled animal noises, that is because I am recording from uh, our favorite Will the Pilot's kitchen table. <laughs> he is, as I say this, uh, trying not to exclaim f-bombs while the cat claws at him <laughs> i'm overlooking Shut up, Will. i'm overlooking a, a, a lake that is beyond capacity and the, a dock that is underwater so it's a beautiful picturesque scene here uh south of seattle uh yeah so i'm not gonna i'm also editing today and it's super bowl sunday as we record this so don't expect me to take the time to take out any jangling animal collar sounds or <laughs> or, if, or if somebody needs to make a cup of coffee behind me that's all staying in so it's audio spackle yes yes first things first we've got a grease two facebook challenge update and this is the triumphant one this is the fanfare Woo woo. Bobby, you do have to put in some fanfare. Sorry, I'll think, find some. I think you, you just to... did it for <laughs> <me>. <laughs> well, Shouldn't there be some, the, like the theme from Grease 2 playing underneath Ooh, this? Oh, yes. Guys, yes. Super Bowl Sunday. Come on. <laughs> uh, Let's just create uh, so much editing and... work for Bobby. <laughs> six, uh, track four, uh, from 34 seconds to 51 seconds. Bobby. Just go grab it. Down. No big deal. <laughs> I'm really just hoping that Mike keeps his racist rants to a minimum so that we can keep the editing clean. Mike, you know um, what to do. Yeah, so I, I decided last week, I thought I was looking at our, you know, people who are in our Facebook group, and I was like, you know what? There's a bunch of friends that need to support me, and they know I do a podcast. Mm-hmm. They need to listen. I'm inviting them to the Facebook group. And I just, like, I think maybe just, like, nudged it over a little bit. But it counts. It counts. We went over the line. They're participating. They're cool. They're listening. And we are going to figure out a way to have a live Grease 2 viewing. And I cannot wait. Just because an election is rigged doesn't doesn't mean that the, the <laughs> results aren't going to hold. I mean, it, it'll hold. I think it's okay. So I added my sister. And then she texted me yesterday. And she's like, I've been listening to your show. I, I'm in your Facebook group. So I figured I may as well. <laughs> Nice. Maybe that's how we get listeners. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I'm stoked. Let's bowl. Let's do it for our country. Mm -hmm. It's going to be so great. 208 with an asterisk. It's fine. (laughs) So we need to have some sort of planning for this. Uh, We're going to talk about this during our jamboree. Yeah, and then we'll have to announce it so everybody can join us the specified time. Yeah, it's not going to be like next week. It'll be you know no, no, no. sometime in the future. Please, can it not be at seven in the morning? Yes, <laughs> we'll figure no. out a way. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry, that's the only appropriate time to watch. <laughs> <laughs> seven in the no. morning. No, nope. I'm out on that one too. I'm with you, Christy. No thanks. We did have a listener close to the geographic center of the United States offer up one location option. So oh, I we mean, can all meet in the middle, maybe. <laughs> like, like, will it be a backdoor thing where they put the big uh, bed sheet up and they, you know, we have the projector TV? Like, ooh, you know, oh, that'd be fun. Well, we have, a we have that, but we're definitely not middle of the country. We have a full on projector. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, uh-huh. your garage, right? Yeah. yeah. Sweet. Just a, an interesting Ooh. house project fueled by energy drinks you've never heard of. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you, ADHD. <laughs> <laughs> Let me add to small talk as long as I said that. Make sure that you're subscribed to the Beverage Minute, Jeremy's podcast about weird drinks you've never heard of. 
Um, I, I have found it quite charming, by the way. Jeremy, if you ever listen to this, you should know that. And uh, mm-hmm. I'm sorry that I did not bring any weird New England beverages in my luggage uh, with me to Seattle <laughs> on this trip. I, I didn't check a bag, so it would have been awkward. So, But you <laughs> left coffee milk to me, which I appreciate. Yes, I did. So I think I'm going to bring Jeremy some Moxie soda from New Hampshire. I'm going to get it chipped. Nice. So we'll work on that. He just recorded one of yeah. a, a soda tastes like grass. Ugh. Hmm. <laughs> Why? Someone g- gave it to him. Yeah, Jeremy's yeah. just the grown-up version of that kid who will eat anything. Yeah, it's like <laughs> they gave him grass and dirt and then soda that's like a whole Thanksgiving dinner. Ugh. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, no, thanks. <laughs> You're like, bye. Yeah. <laughs> How do you drink a roll? That's what I want to know. <laughs> Bread. It's just beer. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. You're right. Uh, Mike, you've got a travel story for us? Question mark? I do. I, I've been meaning to tell this story, but I haven't been on uh, lately. Um, I was flying back from Seattle a, a few weeks ago, and I had a connection in Dallas. And I Dallas? I don't travel. Was in Dallas? Dallas. Dallas. Uh, Dallas. I was coming home, and I had a connection in Dallas. <laughs> And I, I don't travel with my wheelchair. I do get wheelchair assist at the airport, you know, because I can't – I don't have really have enough stamina to walk like one or two miles to the gates. You're just that gates, asshole so. who wants to board first. Oh, I'm definitely – I definitely get on first and accept all the all – the, uh, what do they call it? Borrowed glory? Uh, <laughs> stolen what? valor. Stolen valor. <laughs> stolen valor. Right, 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 right. I collect all the stolen valor. I get on early and everyone treats me really, really well and, and – uh, and, American Airlines, I do have a, one huge problem with them, but it has nothing to do with their service uh, as far as like taking care of me personally. So I'm on American. Dallas is an American hub. I thought you knew. <laughs> so, so I'm like, okay, well, this connection is going to be tight. It was like an hour connection, but then when I was leaving Seattle, it was the day of the snowpocalypse of of uh whatever the year we're in now 2020 and <laughs> and they had to de-ice the plane so you know it took like 35 40 minutes so i'm down to about a 20 minute connection time so we we get to dallas and i'm i'm having a i'm having a nice flight even though i'm in the middle seat i booked the middle seat uh toward the front because i knew the connection might be tight so i'm in the row behind first class you know like little bit extra uh stump room um and and uh i'm in the middle seat which i rarely get i usually get the aisle seat so that i can i don't get in anybody's way i i get up and get my shit and just get striding off the plane as quickly as possible but i'm in the middle seat and i had a nice conversation with the guy in the window seat and he is on the plane with the guy in the opposite aisle seat so there's one stranger in this row um, and that is the guy uh, next to me in the aisle seat. So I know this connection is going to be really tight. So I, the, the the plane lands, and then we go up to the gate, and and everyone unlocks their seatbelt. He gets up. He gets all his shit ready to go. He gets his jacket on. And I'm waiting very patiently for all this because all I want him to do is get my bag down uh, for me so that I can zip out too, and I won't be in anybody's way, and I can you know try to make my connection. So I wait till he's all done and and he is he's got his bag, his jacket's on, and he's just standing there. And it's a younger guy, maybe twenty five or thirty. And I said, uh, 
excuse me, can you can you help me and, and get my bag down for me? Because it was right above me. I wasn't asking him to go forward or back or whatever. Because I'm that asshole gets on first, so my bag is like, you know, right above me. <clears throat> the guy says, uh, "I'm not the help." <gasps> no. What? And then he turns toward the front of the plane. My God! So the entire, my entire row, because now that you know we're at the gate, the engines, you know, off. Everybody can hear everything, because you know how that one asshole will get on his phone and you get to hear all about yes. his, yeah, yeah. his travel yeah. plan. Anyway, it was complete silence. I asked this guy to get my bag down, oh my God. and he said, "I'm not the help." And he turns forward, oh. and you could hear like six people gasp, <laughs> just like we all did. That is. Did you want to slam his head with the with the like door the no. call overhead thing? No, 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 no. Here, here's the thing. I laughed. I thought it was funny. <laughs> oh my god! Because I know there's all these other people that are like, you know, Decent like humans? more than willing to help me. You know, I'm not going to be hurting for help. You know, so um, <laughs> a guy says I'm not the help. He turns, and and the 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 guy in the window seat and and the guy across the aisle are texting each other furiously. Mm-hmm. you know about this incident and uh and and here's the thing not only am I, am I late to the gate probably maybe gonna miss my connection but then for some reason we are we are at the gate for a long time before they open the door so everyone is just staring a hole in the sky <laughs> 15 20 minutes it is one of the funniest oh, things that i've ever encountered God. and <laughs> I told the guy sitting next to me, um, if my wife had been on this flight, oh my god, happened, oh, no. she would have killed that guy. Yeah, <laughs> and and uh, and the the guy across the aisle, I see a text come over uh, my my seatmate, and he says, "I almost had to take some personal time off <laughs> there for a minute, like he was going to get up and just fucking kill the guy." Or whatever. So, oh my God! The guy across the aisle got my bag down and 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 helped me, you know, get off the plane as quickly as possible. And there's actually a happy ending to the story because I had a I had someone waiting right there, gate assist with the wheelchair, and then and then we got out, we got out uh, to the top and checked the connection, and it was like 15 minutes before the gate would close. It was in another terminal. You know, so you got to take the train and all that. And he said, yeah. oh, this one's going to be real close. So <clears throat> I, I handed him five bucks and I said, five more if, you, if, if I make the gate. <laughs> and then we just <laughs> fucking tore through the airport. We went right by asshole. We went right did by the asshole. you flip him off? You're like. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I did laugh. I, I, it was to me, it was, it was hilarious because I wasn't inconvenienced in any way. And it was just <laughs> someone else humiliating themselves. Yeah. <laughs> Like that like, is wild. You, your mom. This guy has a mother, presumably. <laughs> if you told your mom that story and you were on his end of that story, is there any way to look good? No, no. Yeah, you really showed him, son. My mom doesn't believe in hitting kids, but she would probably slap me into next Sunday if, if she heard me <laughs> oh say something God. like that. It was the funniest thing. I'm not I'm the not help. Not the help. Oh. <laughs> What a dick. And, 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 well, I did say under under my breath as I turned to my seatmate after the guy said, I'm not the help. I said, or any help. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. That is wild. Amazing. People are assholes. I, like, I cannot imagine being such an asshole to a stranger. Oh, that is insane. I, I guess if the plane were on fire, 
<laughs> but you're you're really now just going to stand here in front of everyone hating you. Yeah, you're trapped in this metal tube with all these people who hate your guts now. Yeah, he's right between first class and coach and easily identifiable. At least five or six people heard what he said, yeah. at least. And they just hate you. It seems like a setup scene from a movie where you're establishing someone as a douchebag. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right? He's going to yeah, lose yeah, yeah. in the end. Yeah. Exactly. It's the first 10 minutes and it's a, it's a hyper cut of scenes where this guy is sort of being a dick to normal people. And <laughs> that's just one of them. It's, it's this. Like, and he and loses some limbs. Yeah, he stiffs a cabbie. <laughs> it's like comedically bad. He's like Billy yeah. Zane. It was amazing. Billy Zane. <laughs> I, I, had to, I had to share it with you. I know we're not doing, you know, we're, we're on Oscars today, but I had to share that with you before I no, forgot it, the that details. Was, wow. That was, that was a good, it was a surprise twist at the end. I enjoyed it. <laughs> I made the flight. Good. Okay, yeah, good. Shwoo. Shwoo. Yep. Good. So dude got 10 bucks. I made the flight. It was the last one in. Sweating oh. like a motherfucker because I ran down the <laughs> jetway because I didn't want to be the guy, you know. Yes. Well, I had a guy like that yesterday um, who, on my connection in Chicago, had his headphones on, uh, tried to board with the pre-boards, wasn't listening, and then <sighs> the, the gate agent had to stop him physically and be like, you can't go yet after he tried to scan his boarding pass <laughs> and go. Then he rushed down the jetway <laughs> And everybody was waiting because a wheelchair was coming back off the plane. And he just blew past us and walked onto the plane and then got stuck waiting for the wheelchair to come off. And he was in the row in front of me. And I mean, not not to brag, but I was in the second row. And he was in the first row in the 1A in the corner. And he had his foot up against the bulkhead the whole time, which is a faux pas. Mm -hmm. And he had his seat reclined the minute he sat down and had to get yelled at (laughs) to put it back up for takeoff. And was just generally being a dick the whole time. And he drank all of the DiSerono on the plane. DiSerono? They, they ran out. He was drinking <laughs> wow, DiSerono wow. meat. What? <laughs> meat. <laughs> so gross. No, I just want a splash of water and some ice with my DiSerono. <laughs> what a weirdo. He was so weird. Was I'm so jealous weird. of those people. When I used to listen to Adam Carolla, he, he had a bit where he's like, Hey, I wish I was, you know, <laughs> that wrapped up that I couldn't, you know, I was not paying attention to any cues and anybody else's well-being. Yeah. So weird. Must be nice. <laughs> yeah. Must be great. I'm not the help. And I bet he didn't get a second thought. <laughs> I mean, like, neat. They're, they're, people are boring a hole in the back of your head, but I don't think this guy felt it. I really don't. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. That's the thing. No shame. I think right. it's time to go to <laughs> what I what I dubbed Hillary and Christie's Oscars million dollar picks. Woo! Da, 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 I'm da, here. Da, Give me a tip. Da, 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 da. <laughs> I know. Oh, I get, like yeah. you need to. Yeah, you should. You need to listen up. I know. Well, it, all right. Uh, and split it all the depends on me us. winning winning today, and <laughs> then 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 maybe we can reinvest in some Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so we're going to do basically the top of the line um, picks, I think. And Christy and I decided to do it like, you know, who probably will win and who we think should win. Um, which I think, Christy, you, you know, I am psychotic and listen to a lot of Oscars podcasts. Mm-hmm. But I haven't actually seen a ton of movies. I just like know um, the, prog- you know, prognosticating mm-hmm. of it all. 
Um, but you've seen a lot of movies and listen to no podcasts. So we're the perfect yeah. person, <laughs> <laughs> but we're going to, yeah, we're going to do the top of the line ones really quickly. Just so y'all are ready for next Sundays. It's so early this year. I have a distinct memory of the Oscars. I've always loved watching the Oscars. My mom and I, like, I remember when, um, Cher beat, uh, what's her face? Holly Hunter. And it was like a really big deal. Cause my mom loved Moonstruck. Like it was her favorite movie. And it was, that was my first Oscars that I like remember watching. So that was in like, what, 1987. Um, and I think I've always watched them, but yeah, they were on Monday nights. They were always like at the end of February, sometimes the beginning of March, but for some reason this year it's super short. It's the beginning of February. They're on Sunday now. There's, you know, there's 10 or nine, um, best picture, uh, nominees. Anyways, but I, I thought it was a good year for movies, so, but it'll be interesting to see who actually ends up winning. But yeah, we're going to do director, the acting, and then picture. And we're saving best yeah. animated short for the, for yes. the Patreon yes. extra yeah. feed, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you want to start with a director? Yes. Okay. So what I think... Uh, what I think will win or who I think will win is Sam Mendes. Yep. I think he's going to win. There's a possible upset with Bong Joon-ho. Um, this is the, I, the 1917? Yes. 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 Okay. Which is, is sh- I have not seen it. It is shot like it's a one shot. Like, like there's no cuts. Which The trailers look amazing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And I, Christy, have you seen it? I haven't. That's on my list I, to see stuff. I've heard it's good. Like even people who are like, Oh, I'm not really into, um, war movies, war movies. Yeah. They were like, no, it's actually pretty, it's pretty good. Um, what if you're you into know, running Sam- movies? Because I feel like the previews are just, there's a lot of running. running. There's a lot of running. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like the Roger Bannister of, uh, of war, of war heroes. He broke the four minute mile running away from the battle to yell at some <laughs> other general. Um, uh, yeah, I think um, Sam Mendes will win, and that's his second Oscar. He won for uh, American Beauty, which don't don't go back and watch that movie. No. <laughs> I remember it. thinking that it was good, like that I understood the plastic bag like blowing mm-hmm. the wind, and now it's like, oh, shut up! And yeah. <laughs> I've been wondering about that in this day and age. New York State is now banning plastic bags, and so that moment's just not going to exist for anyone anymore. Yeah. You're not going to see a canvas tote. Like your, your Nina Toten bag is not going to go floating around in the uh, in the wind. That, Hillary, that movie might be on a what's age the worst, oh, at least as far as yeah. recent yeah. movies it, go. Because so I remember it was... liking it too, but but now I I've, I've I've dropped in on it and I'm going. Oh, um... well, first of all, the Kevin Spacey right. aspect of it all. And yeah, also, that, that doesn't help. That also, um, I remember my mom saying this at the time and she she didn't like it and she was like the character Annette Bening's character is portrayed so like it's so mm. black and white like she's such a bitch right. she's you know all she wants to do is work and she's psychotic and it's like Ugh. and the whole Mina Suvari like it's a there's, there's things a in it. Yeah. And who speaks with Peter Gallagher, honestly? <laughs> Let's put a pin in what's age the worst, because I wanted yeah. to talk about Breakfast at Tiffany's and we didn't get a there chance. Yeah, there you go. Um Chris, so sorry, Christine. so sorry, Bobby. Oh no, oh, no, no, no! Cut that no. out. <laughs> There's the racist Time's comment. <laughs> uh, Christy, have you seen Parasite? No, I know, and I really, I, really, really want to see it. So I really want to see it, but it's a scary movie, um, yeah. or like thriller. I guess it's not like horror movie, but I'm I don't like to be scared. So we're going to rent it here because oh, I think yeah. Jeremy would really like it, but he hates movies, so. Being at <laughs> home is okay. Yeah. He just basically wants to like play on his phone and get up and do yeah. stuff. So yeah. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna watch that tonight. All right, cool. Um, yeah, the the thing about this um, that is depressing is that there are no women in anywhere near the directors, uh, and it's just depressing because there were so. And I'm not even saying like put a woman in. There were so many movies directed by women that were really good, and you know Todd Phillips for Joker. You know, right. it's just as these like. Well, and I don't understand. Then maybe you know, if you can expand the movies, then why don't you expand? It's just so director. weird. Like, so they have five directors, but they can have up to ten movies. That yeah. seems really weird. So the other five just directed themselves. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, exactly. I don't get it. Um, but do you basically agree with yep. my? Uh, my he will, okay. and maybe he should. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't that list of yeah, uh, you know, what is it? Congratulations to these men. To these men. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess they're all like white guys. Okay, yeah. go for right. it. Like whatever. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's <laughs> a little depressing. Okay, uh, moving on to actress in a supporting role. Um, okay, I this one is a slam dunk. Um, it's going to be Laura Dern. Yep. like that's just that's the way it is. And that I think that she was. I you know I, she has the one scene and like that's what right. she's going to win for is the one scene where she's talking about how women are expected to be, you know. Mary, basically. Just to and clarify, this is Little Women you're talking about? No. No, no Marriage Story. What's, marriage the, story. what's the movie? you got to oh, tell sorry. us what oh, the marriage movie story. is. Sorry, most Marriage Story. Seen any yeah. of this. Uh, marriage oh, story. I heard about that. I wouldn't yeah. watch that movie with anyone's dick. I, <laughs> that, that sounds depressing great. as fuck. It's not great, but it's nominated because it's a Hollywood insider film, just yes. like um, right. One yeah. Night in Hollywood or One I'm sure it's amazing, but I just it, I get depressed. It's not amazing. The, like, it's not amazing. I definitely could not handle it. About it. Her monologue <laughs> is great. But that's yeah. just because people don't usually say that. It's things that, okay. you know, like feminist articles say those things. But she actually said it. And that's what she's winning for. Yeah. I don't okay. I don't think she should win it. She's basically herself. Or she's also playing a lot of her character in um, uh, what's oh, the sh- Big Little Lies. Big Little Lies. Like she's yeah. playing yeah. that character basically. Yeah. And whatever. It's fine. I think she's uh, gotten so much better over her career. Yeah, I wasn't really actress. into Laura Dern you know, as a younger actress, but she is really, you know, she's really come on as far as yeah. the stuff that I've seen. I agree. She's brought I me she's around. Great. Uh, I, you know, I'm a big, the movie that I saw and loved the most this year, <laughs> surprisingly is little woman. I loved it. And I thought that it was, I've seen every iteration of little women. And I thought that, that Greta Gerwig did an amazing job of like presenting it in a new way, which is hard to do with a book, you know, that's 150 years yeah. old. And it has a bunch of but, movies um, already, right? Yeah. Like there's yeah. tons of little yeah, but movies. It was, it's actually like really, really well done and it's done in a different way. But, and Florence Pugh is so good in it. She, you know, I think of myself as an Amy because I'm the youngest and I'm a brat. <clears throat> and she actually, it, usually Amy in little women is like, the asshole, which she is, but she kind of brings some humanity to her. And I thought she was great. The only thing I don't like about Florence Pugh is that she's dating Zach Braff. And I'm like, what is wrong oh, with yeah. you? That you, <laughs> first of all, you're like 23 years old. He's 43. His face is not like, move on. You need to find somebody yeah. better. Garden she State will. was a formative movie for her. <laughs> Apparently. She was will she born on. when it was out? <laughs> I, <know>. <laughs> <laughs> I bet not. So you think Scrubs she... was a formative show for her? Yes, mm-hmm. so, syndication and reruns. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So is that who you think should win? I think that's who should win. But uh, it, yes, that's who I think should win. Mm-hmm. But she's, I, it's like Lord. I mean, actually, who I think should freaking win is J Lo, but she's not nominated in it. Yeah. That's who should have won. Man, oh, she so, was amazing. Yeah. Was, she was so good, and I 
can't. The Oscars are so snobby about things. Like they. What um, movie was J Lo in? Let's she was in Hustlers, and she. Okay. First of all, I mean it's not about this, but man, her body is like out of control. Like I know. It is. It, it is but it kind of is because they they give a what's his name every time he loses a hundred pounds and is a skeleton yes. at an Oscar. Yeah. <laughs> I know. That's true. Like, well, even Joaquin Phoenix, like, oh, yeah. look what he did to his body. Okay. Christian well, Bale. Also look at what yeah. Jayla was literally hanging up by her feet on a pole. And that mm-hmm. was like her actual body. Like, and hasn't she yeah. had and twins? She's 50. Yes. Yeah. She's 50. And, and she did a really good job. She was yeah. like, I, I thought, you know, yes. it was a really complicated person that she presented again with like humanity. And I was super bummed that she wasn't even nominated, but I agree. you know, um, okay. The, I think, um, oh, I think ScarJo should win. Oh yeah. Did you like, um, this is for Jojo rabbit. Yes. Cause she's ScarJo's actually nominated for two different two, movies. Of course she is. Um, yeah. yeah so I really liked her in Jojo rabbit, even though her German accent is so bad. Like she's not <laughs> nominated for that. Um, but I loved that movie so much. Also Margot, Margot Robbie, in mm-hmm. Bombshell was so good. Did you see that one? No, I haven't <sighs> seen it. Um, I really want to see it, and I want to see Jojo Rabbit. I know Scarlett Johansson is sort of um, a problematic figure, <laughs> but I like have a soft spot for her. Yeah, one time, somebody told me I look like her, and so I've always I yeah, don't. You're like I'm like in. at all, <laughs> but I'm like I'm in. Yeah. I, I love her. This is what um, happens when Busy Phillips doesn't get nominated for an Oscar. I know. I had to attach myself. Yeah. Somebody told me again the other day, this woman I work with, she was like, do you know who you remind me of? And I'm like, Busy mm-hmm. Phillips. She said, yeah. she was like, I don't know, Bussy, Bussy. I don't know. I just see her sometimes. I'm like, Busy Phillips. Bussy. Bussy Phillips. Bussy Phillips sounds like a roller derby name. I mean, it's yeah, not any yeah. crazier of a name than Busy. Than busy. Yeah. yeah. Um, Anyway, uh, yeah, I, I've heard that ScarJo was really yeah. great. And everybody I know that's seen JoJo Rabbit, like, loves it, like, psychotically loves it. They so good. said it was really good. So see Bombshell and JoJo Rabbit. Because Margot Robbie's, okay. like, just the face when she's, like, this way of life. Because she's, like, this young Republican woman that's, like, wanting to get into Fox News. And just when she realizes, like, oh, fuck, this is terrible. Like, just her faces yeah. that she makes is so good. So, yep. Yeah, cool. when you think about some of the people you see on Fox News, when you see some glimmer of intelligence, you, you're just like, what? what? They'll be many, gone soon. <laughs> how many compromises have you made? Oh, what's driving You've, this decision? Did you see the movie, Mike? No, no, oh, no, no. Because no. it's a lot about that. Uh, yeah, because I, I, I just don't get it, you know, because you go by those channels and you're like, I don't think this person is a dim bulb, but right. <laughs> yeah. I just don't they, know why they're saying the things they're saying. They want to be on TV real bad. Showbiz. Real bad. Real bad. God. I, I, the part that makes me laugh of the trailer is when Kate McKinnon is saying the like, um, you know, you're like an Irish cop. <laughs> like, oh, that's, yeah. Like, that's it. The- <laughs> and she should have been nominated, actually. Her role is, is very really? interesting character. Well, she's pretty awesome. Kate McKinnon yeah. is an Oscar waiting to happen. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, moving on to actor in a supporting role. This is another. The acting Mm. roles, honestly, the acting staff is like kind of a slam dunk all the way around. But Brad Pitt is going to win for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And I know I have not seen it. Christy is like, no, 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 he's going to win. He played the exact same character he's played in everything, like a stoned guy that eats the entire time. 
and he took his <laughs> shirt off six pack and somehow so he's winning for his abs they're like how could he be like 50 and have those abs oh really because j-lo's body is yeah. way better and she didn't yeah. get nominated <laughs> for her body but anyways hey, what <laughs> this just occurred to me um wasn't brad pitt playing the you know the inevitable terminus of his character from thelma and louise like oh, that's yeah. who that guy became. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, I oh. mean, it's a different timeline because this takes place in like the what late sixties. No, no, I'm, I'm just saying the the, the you know the, the yeah, yeah. maturation of the character. Like, you know, he's trapped. He's trapped in some adolescence. Um, you know, from when he started his his life of crime. This is like yes. the Malcolm in the Middle is the witness protection program <laughs> theory. <laughs> The only one that deserves anything is the dog in that movie. You know, I think if we're going to cute dog, if we're going to give people Oscars for their body transformations, especially like Brad Pitt's, shouldn't we just give them to their plastic surgeons? Yeah, yes. seriously. Yeah. Mm. Their trainers and everything yeah. else that happens. Their nutritionists. Yeah. Yep. But who should win is uh, out of this list. So it's um, Anthony Hopkins and Two Popes. I made it 25 minutes into that movie. Um, <laughs> Al Pacino, The Irishman, Joe Pesci, The Irishman. It's just a bunch of Italian guys. I don't know who was who. It was four <laughs> hours. I can't get back of my life. And wow, then Brad Christy Pitt. also bringing a racist <laughs> rant. So, so they're, they're white. Um, so I think of all these, Tom Hanks should win for A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. He looks exactly like Mr. Rogers. Yeah. yeah. And he brought such a complicated twist into it that yeah. was so great. But. He lost four pounds and one inch of height. <laughs> so amazing. So inspiring. Yeah. So Brad Pitt will win. Tom Hanks should. Yeah. I, do you know that we always think of Tom Hanks as being like permanently nominated? Like he's Meryl Streep. He hasn't been nominated <laughs> for an Oscar in like 19 years, which oh, is really? kind of crazy. Hmm. Yeah. Because huh. uh, there was that one, which he was really good. He should have been nominated as Captain Phillips. It's a, he's, yes. he's amazing in it. And he wasn't nominated for it. I just hmm. think that's weird. I think he's uh, going to end up winning a lot of nominations as a producer. I, yeah, I, yeah, I think yeah. he's getting yeah. his his yeah. hands in a lot of pies. There's probably going to be a lot less acting and a his lot money more hands. Well, uh, speaking mo- of which, movie and TV making. This is a peek into my soul, I guess. When sometimes, <laughs> sometimes at night, I like to drink wine and watch Oscar acceptance speeches because <laughs> I'm not okay. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know him? Can you give him? Can you give us one? Uh, like what my favorite one is. Yeah, I just, like, yeah. Give us a little taste. <laughs> well, the Tom Hanks ones are good. When he wins for Philadelphia, that's a really good one. It uh, makes me cry. I hate the one. I hate it because she's such a dork. When um Denzel Washington wins for um what's the um what's the movie the cop movie with Ethan Hawke um oh you know, training, training day, day? training awesome. day yes yeah, so when he won julia roberts gave him the award well you know they were in the pelican brief my other favorite movie um together mm-hmm. and when she announces it she goes i love my life denzel no and i was like no 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 about what? you oh it's so what? annoying what? it's so annoying i know anyway <laughs> anyway i've watched a lot it's uh, like and I like to watch with the Moonlight La La Land one. Like I get like I have watched that so many times because it's like all these people are like freaking out in the background. And you're like, oh my god, it's gonna happen! It's gonna happen. Um, anyway, I was watching and um, I watched someone when Twelve Years a Slave won the Best Picture, and I forgot Brad Pitt produced it. He also produced Moonlight. Like he's won a bunch of Oscars. Like he has not won an acting Oscar before. You know, because next he shouldn't. Week. 
but he, he is a good producer. Like he produces yes. a lot of like important think, kind of movies. Did he do Harriet as well? Maybe. I think maybe he did. I think maybe he did. Um, anyway, yes. I always think that's interesting when you see and like, what's his face? Um, um, from Stars Born. Um, oh my God, I'm Bradley I keep doing this. Cooper. Yeah, Bradley Cooper produced joker he did so if that one yeah because it was like bradley cooper producer well todd phillips okay this is i want i'm gonna stop but he todd phillips directed the hangover movies you know that oh there you go Uh, they got a partnership made him a star Uh, yep yep exactly I um, think the orchestra is okay. going to start playing soon if you don't move on. <laughs> I mean, you know that I've already thought about what I would say, who I would think. You mm-hmm. have to make it funny. It has to be. You have to be prepared, but like not too prepared. It's it's a it's a fine it's a fine line. Just send Dave up. <laughs> Away. <laughs> this is my moment. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, okay. So then it goes to best actress. Um, and the person who is going to win this, though I think there could be an upset, but because nobody's seen this movie, but Renee Zellweger is going to win for Judy. Yep. I'm like 99 percent sure mm-hmm. of it. Um, you know, it's crazy because Saoirse Ronan has been nominated. This is her fourth nomination, and she's like 25 years old or something, and she's so great. But um, I, it's she just keeps getting nominated against you know really strong performances that just for snowball effect, mm-hmm. like she just gets shut out. Um, so you, th- okay. So Renee Zellweger will win. win. Who do you think I, should? I mean, because I've seen it, I would say Saoirse Ronan. But mm-hmm. I've heard like different, you know, s- reasons by other people. Like, you know, Charlie Charlie's did such like a impeccable job, like uh, being Megan Kelly. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, but I, I think Charlie should win for other things. I mean, like yeah. I loved Tully, and I know she was really so good, good in. Uh, Yes. Anyway, I think she's a great actress, uh, and she's already won an Oscar. Yeah. Um, what about you? Who do you think should win? Um, well, of this list, it should be Cynthia Erivo in yeah. as Harriet. But who should win is Aquafina or Lupita oh, yeah. Nyong'o. Yeah, Nyong'o. Yeah, yeah. For um, us, because she us. played two different people. Yeah. One super scary murder person, and then <laughs> of course I haven't seen it. Like I've just seen the trailers, and I'm like, nope, nope. I'm out. I I did love Get Out. <laughs> Um, yeah. Same director, but mm-hmm. um, I couldn't do this one. It was, there's like scissors involved and like Ugh. kids with kids with scary masks. I'm like, no, I can't. But I know that she did amazing. So, is yeah. there a chance that yeah. ScarJo wins because it's the only one everybody can spell right? <laughs> Maybe. Well, it's Hollywood voting for act uh, like Hollywood yeah. movies, so there yeah, is a right, chance. It's, it's she's playing Jennifer Jason Lee. I mean, she's not, but like that's what it's based on. Yeah. yeah. Um, I have not seen Marriage Story, um, and I'm going to talk about Noah Baumbach later in this episode, mm-hmm. but um, I, it's the scene that they pl- like played where they're having the big fight. Mm-hmm. It's so, it triggers all of my acting senses. Like, it's so acty. Mm-hmm. Like, they're, like, if they're That's doing. That's the whole movie. It's, I'm like, ugh. Like, it kind of <laughs> makes me want to, like, Homer Simpson into the bushes. Yes. Like, I don't want to be here for this. I can see you acting. Also, I just don't like fights. Like, it's just yeah. a whole movie yeah. of like two narcissists being married together and fighting, and like it's yeah. just yelling and they're, yeah. they like both think the other one like we don't need to leave the house for that. Yeah, it's, <laughs> oh, we don't. It's streaming. It's streaming. That's how I watched it. No, I'm, no, I'm I mean, saying. Uh, I, we, oh, we yeah, live it's real life. Live it every day. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, fire up the nanny cam. <laughs> 
Um, okay, moving on to actor. Um, I think that Joaquin Phoenix is definitely going to win. Yes. Um, I, you know, I don't know. I, I for my what I've heard, Antonio Banderas is amazing in Painting mm-hmm. Glory. Um, and I really like him. I was listening to him on Fresh Air, and this is like not a knock against him because he's a really good actor. But I love that he and like um, Penelope Cruz are like kind of no English but they're like yes mm, this is good enough yeah good enough yeah, <laughs> yeah. I heard yeah. that interview I heard too. The, I heard that <laughs> me too it was it was cute, it was cute. He, yeah he's not yeah. he's still not quite there nope. with English no. it, <laughs> he keeps if, correcting if he's himself not there now yeah. he's not going uh, to get there which like, is cool it's like there's this word um pues in Spanish which is like well and I feel like he's like mm, pues. mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um but I Again, he was married to. You can tell he and Gr- Melanie Griffith really had like lots of conversations because <laughs> when they were married, because he's like, I don't need to learn English for this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I get the gist. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that uh, that's what I think. What about you, Christy? I think Joaquin will win. And of this list, I I didn't see um, the Pain and Glory. I watched mm-hmm. the trailer, but that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> um, but I think Joaquin should win. It his performance is that whole movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can, like, maybe not like the movie mm-hmm. or, like, like it, okay, but the performance in it is... He was, like, uh, it sounds cliche, but he was haunting, like... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The- Isn't it weird that there's going to be two people that have won for playing the Joker? Like, what a random... Yeah. I-, I feel like that's very It's a complicated weird. character. <laughs> it is. Oh, yeah. so Yet deep. nothing for Mr. Freeze. Still no. <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger is or, still waiting. Was it Danny DeVito his... for Penguin? <laughs> yeah, Pe- Penguin still in the still yeah. out in the wings waiting. For the it, it is kind of the King Lear of our of our era, isn't it? Like God, Joker so will dep- just become the role that oh, every God. established actor wants. Yeah, to, you got to do it. Yeah, you got to do it. Or... Oh Lord. <laughs> um, the final one, the best picture. I think this is the only one. I th- I think that 1917 will win yes. Best Picture, but I think there could. Okay, so a brief explainer: the way that they do it with the so many nominees. So it's like you get a list, you like rank your list in order. So if I say I put like, of course I'm going to put Little Women as like number one, but it, it like loses out immediately. Then it goes to pr- its preferential ballot. So my number two goes to the vote. So it's like. It's kind of like whatever anybody's putting at number two as opposed to number one. It's really like, I kind of sometimes it's confusing to me, but um, but that's kind of what happens is if enough people put blah 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 at number two, that it somehow like ekes out a win. Um, so, but I I still think it's going to be nineteen seventeen. It could be Parasite, but I still think it's going to be nineteen seventeen. Yeah, I think it will be nineteen seventeen, and I, from this list and the ones I've seen. I think it should be Jojo Rabbit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, it, it's a weird Jojo Rabbit. I feel like um, a lot of movie reviewers didn't like it or they had complicated feelings about it. But again, like I said, everybody who's seen it is like, it's so good. Um, and Taika Waititi, the director, mm-hmm. and he played Hitler. Hitler. It, yep. right? <laughs> he's like, he's very charming and funny and he makes cool movies and he also made... Um, uh, you know a superhero movie so i feel like the industry really likes him so yeah. i don't know we'll see we'll see it's gonna be on sunday february yeah. i guess what is it february 9th um you know uh, in two weeks we'll be back we'll have some commentary about you know who won <laughs> what won and of course a little fashion you know fashion police going yeah. on there um anyway 
<laughs> that's that. That was going to be a short segment, but it's like, no, like, <laughs> let me, like, let yeah. me tell you more about Oscar history yeah. and I'll rank the best, uh, the best, uh, acceptance speeches. Oh, I like that. No. <laughs> um, Sorry. I'm laughing over here because, uh, Will the pilot is making a cup of coffee with the Keurig and he suddenly realized it might make a little bit of noise and he tried to take a dish towel and wrap it around it. To <laughs> oh, God. Oh, Thanks. God. Will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, and we never did set up a splitter for him. So he has no idea what we're talking about, except <laughs> he can hear me talking about him right now. Um, well, we'll shut up. Okay, so uh, we're going to move on to the mailbag from uh, last week's question of the week, which is, what is your favorite movie musical? And y'all, as per usual, everybody participated, and it was it was great. And my friends that I invited to push us over 200, they also participated. So mm-hmm. see, they're, nice. they're cool. Yeah. Um, uh, I, we're just going to read like a few, you know, as we do. Um, Bob Stein uh, wrote into us and he said, Hi, movie dudettes. Here's my list Cabaret, Joel Gray steals the show. Hairspray, because John Waters is weird and awesome. Very true. True. The, the Wizard of Oz, great tunes and fun acting. West Side Story, of course. The Muppet movie and The Muppets Take Manhattan, equal billing on my part. The Sound of Music, Julie Andrews, hands down. Meet Me in St. Louis, Great Tunes, and Judy Garland. I could go on. I don't think I have a favorite, but these are the ones I enjoy immensely, Bob Stein. Um, and I agree with all of them. They're all mm-hmm. really, really good. Mm-hmm. Cabaret like used to sort of scare me when I was little because it's, you know, <laughs> it's a little know, aggressive. It's like, yes, but uh, but it's really good, and, and yeah. Joel Gray is amazing in it. Um, I wanted to shout this one out, Dorothy Weir, um, who I went to preschool, high, no, preschool, elementary school, middle school, high school, and college with. <laughs> um, she joined the group and she said, does Moulin Rouge count? And I'm like, of course it yes, counts. And of course. Moulin Rouge is great. Um, mom and dad don't listen. But one time I like got really high and watched it and I was like, this is, is this the best, <laughs> the best movie, movie that's ever? ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 The Running Man happened to me like a month ago <laughs> like that. I was like, I've never seen this movie. I can't believe it didn't win all the Oscars. <laughs> <laughs> That happened with me and like chasing Amy, like in the nineties. Oh, I was yeah, like, yeah, I "Is that. that's another one that maybe doesn't." It either hits you or it doesn't, and <laughs> if it hits you the way it hits you, um, you know, you're yeah. like, "Oh man." We're going to yeah. talk about our sort of grab bag final roundup picks in a few minutes. And speaking of chasing Amy, uh, Clerks actually was on my short list, and I oh. thought, I don't yeah, know how, yeah, how Clerks has aged. <laughs> I think it's. I mean, I think it's okay. I, yeah, I have a friend that used to. Um, name like anything something something 37 and if you've seen clerks you know yeah. why he like titled like it was like his you know username was blah 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 37 we thought it was hilarious <laughs> Ooh, now it's like okay yeah. um okay and minor said let's just go ahead and preemptively say in the heights and i'm so there for it i've yeah. watched the trailer 1000 times it looks really good i'm hoping it's gonna be good what um, is that um it's lin-manuel miranda's first well it's not this part but it was the first musical that he did that it won um the tony for best musical and it's being oh, okay. translated into a movie oh, and the preview God. looks great it looks really really good no cat fun. suits no 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 uh, cat suits no no okay okay no because that oh, that no. preview oh Ew. wow Wolf. Wolf. wow wow uh, the only yeah, the only worst preview i've seen is for um <clears throat> the jumanji oh, um, yeah 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 Oh, that was like, it was racist, it was sexist, it was, and unfunny. Not funny. So, it yeah, it was like. comedyist. Yeah. It was really awful. Oof. Oof. 
Um, okay, then Olivia Mayberry, another one of my friends that I persuaded to join. Uh, she said, Annie, followed by Mama Mia. Much to my dismay, my kids hate Annie, but know every ABBA song, so mm-hmm. that's good. <laughs> um, at, uh, Mama Mia is so silly. The second one... I was like, I can't believe they made a second one. This is so dumb. It was so good. I bawled. Like, like my sisters and I were like, Ooh, in the movie theater. It's really, really good. Is it Shockingly. all ABBA? Yeah, ABBA? All, yeah. Is it yeah. ABBA or ABBA? ABBA. I say ABBA. ABBA. ABBA? Okay. And the girl that plays the young Dallas. Meryl Streep in it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah I pronounce it. pronounced Dallas. <laughs> Um, the girl that plays the young Meryl Streep in it is she was in Downton Abbey. She was cousin Rose or whatever. Oh yeah, she is cousin Rose. So oh, Mike, put it she- away. <laughs> <laughs> she was a little fast. Cousin, yeah, she was <laughs> for 1920. <laughs> she liked she liked jazz. Remember that yeah. was like her oh, thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She talked to like I a saw her person. ankles once. <laughs> um, but yeah, she's so good and she's uh, very. Uh, charismatic i enjoyed it um the aforementioned will mcquillan said animal house counts right they're singing in the movie and i just said no No. (laughs) (laughs) yeah only an asshole would choose something like that and i can say that without names and then he has no idea i'm talking about him um no that's an absolute no because they're not it's like not they're not performing they they don't burst into song it's a little bit louder now mike is a movie uh, that has a song in it Will is yeah. defending himself in real time over here. He knows just <laughs> enough about what we're saying to say Animal House is a musical. No, no. shut up. Okay. Um, Jessica Brady said, Newsies has a special place in my heart, but I also love Chicago. That is your sister-in-law, correct, mm-hmm. Christy? Yep. And I want her to come on and talk more about her duets with her brother. <laughs> oh, that we just found out that there's dance moves involved. Yay. What? I am um, obsessed. I want to <laughs> chime in on Newsies, which I saw many times in high school, late middle school, early high school, because uh, the girls that I was friends with all wanted to watch Newsies all the time because of the of shirtless the boys. boys. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so I, I sat through a lot of Newsies wondering why they didn't want to see a shirtless boy in person. I was right there. Oh. <laughs> Uh, okay, Kalina Rogers says The Sound of Music and then Mamma Mia My parents were both musicians We were hella poor So we never did anything in the way of family activities But we did do a lot of sitting around the record player Listening to ABBA or watching The Sound of Music and the like Being a kid is hard But we have nothing but good memories attached to those two things They provided exactly the escapism we needed and still do And see, Mike, this is why we love musicals Because of that, like something like mm-hmm. that It's so sweet And I don't know, like that's that's why I love musicals. It's silly. It doesn't make any sense, but, you know, capture your I, heart and your imagination. I love them in the way I love um, knowing who voted for Trump. I just, you know, <laughs> like, I know what I'm dealing with, okay? I don't have to do it. I don't have to watch it. I don't have to, you know, hang out with y'all. Just go enjoy, and then uh, I'll catch up with you later. <laughs> okay. Um, and then Lauren Costelli says, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, the Gene Wilder version of, and like, obs. Uh, somebody said this and I like, couldn't unsee it. This is going to be very specific, but that, um, Johnny Depp looked like Anna Winter. And, <laughs> uh, <laughs> like he had her same haircut and like teeth sort of. Um, but it just, I don't know why they felt the need to no. redo it. Yeah. I saw but it, no, but it was like, yeah. it was trash. Yeah. I'm not, you know, I like Tim Burton. I like, um. You know, uh, Beetlejuice a lot, but that's like kind of where. And I like Willie, um, uh, 
Pee-wee's Big Adventure, but that's kind of where my Tim Burton-ness, like, stops. And I just, like, that kind of shit, I'm like, I just can't go there with you. I would have gone with something like, you know, like, what's next? What happened after? You know, not just a remake of the, uh, yeah. you know. What happened to the yeah. Willy Wonka legacy? Because it was and all there's a bunch of books. Yeah, I was going to say there are other books. Mm-hmm. Like uh-huh. the Elevator. I don't know. Yeah, there's, there's a, a whole series. Stuff. It's one of my favorite yeah. movies. I watched it, I don't know, maybe 50 times, Willy Wonka. Yeah. And yeah. it is fantastic. And I can't believe it wasn't my immediate thought when we were talking about musicals. Mm-hmm. I know. You're like, oh. How did I forget? Well, you, kind of for- you kind of forget because it's not like, it's just him singing, really. Like, he's the one that's singing because it's. There's not a lot of like group singing. I feel well, like. well. There's the one song where Charlie's mom is singing at the laundromat. Oh, I fast oh. forward through that every oh, the worst. single time. <laughs> it is horrible. What Cheer about up Charlie? Cheer up, Charlie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I hate it. It's so bad. What about when the grandpa decides he can now walk? Oh, it's a miracle because <laughs> <laughs> he gets some free candy. Yeah, free candy. He's like, "Fuck yeah, I'm getting up. I haven't worked in years." <laughs> Could you get my bag down? <laughs> uh, he's not the help. No, I can't get your bag down, Grandpa. I'm not the help. Oh, it's such a weird movie, and I love it. Yep. I, yeah, I. Whenever my parents, so, so when we go to Dallas, a lot of times, like my kids will go sleep in bed with my parents because they have, you know, a big king, and my kids are little, and we always say they're like the buckets because it's like <laughs> a, bunch of, a bunch of people, like, <laughs> and like, what? It's just bizarre. It's such many a many of them movie thinking about candy. <laughs> yes, yes, always, always. I'm just glad that uh, your kids are spreading around the reasons they're going to be in therapy later. <laughs> Stop. Um, all right, that's it. Thanks for participating, you guys. It's really fun, and I always like to hear what y'all have to say, even when it's my friends and family. It's, it's fun <laughs> to hear. It, or it's not my friends and family. Anybody can participate. Every listener is a friend, Hillary. Yes, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Two things. One, I found uh, from a website apparently called totallylookslike.com while I did was Google Winter and Wonka and mm-hmm. – or Winter and Depp. And the side-by-side of Anna Winter and Billy Wonka, Johnny it's Depp is hysterical. creepy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a, a blunt bob with sunglasses. Uh, and I just want to mention, since I didn't get to do favorite musical movies, I asked Sam because I've suggest- – I Sam is who I've forced a lot of movies that I like on through the years – and she just looked at me and said, obviously, it's White Christmas. Oh. Because I make her watch. And so it's weird to think of it as a musical movie because it's a holiday movie. Yeah. And we didn't yeah. really do holiday. Well, you know, but uh, white, we did holiday movies not as part of movie month. But yeah, White yeah. Christmas is on my annual rewatch list. And, uh, you know, it's Bing Crosby and Danny Kaye singing Irving Berlin and dancing. I mean, how could you not like? Yeah. So. Yep. And Rosemary Clooney and the other yeah. one. Whose name I can't remember. I know it's weird because she was like the star, kind of. But I'm like, I'm always like, what's her name again? Rosemary Clooney's the, you know, yeah, the real star. Yeah. Well, but you know, it was the 50s, so the guys yeah. did top billing. Yep. yep. Uh, yeah. So White Christmas. There you go. That's a good one. All right. Uh, should we move on to our medium talk? I think so. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, we just, you know, we kind of just still wanted to talk about movies. So I, I that it said it was like potpourri category and uh, Jeopardy. It's just sort of like. A movie that you can't categorize necessarily, but you just really enjoy it. I want to talk about it a little bit. Is that a fair summation? Yeah, yeah. they're movies that don't fall into yeah. any particular genre. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just had to get one more in. Uh, yeah, for sure. Okay, so let's let's let uh, Mr. Vegas go first. All right. Um, 
the movie I wanted to talk about is uh, Cat on a Hot Tin Roof. It was 1958 uh, release, so I was just a lad at the time. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I had not been born. We're 25 years old. Don't lie. <laughs> another seven years. Um, <clears throat> the reason uh, I rented this movie and, and watched it originally was uh, my college girlfriend. I, I We probably went out for two and a half, three years of college, Chris, when we would go to Tower Records or Tower Video and and rent movies on 45th there in the U District, we would always get one classic movie to balance whatever the other garbage, like whatever Patrick Dempsey vehicle or (laughs) or, uh, (laughs) Rat Pack, you know, Brat Pack uh, movie was coming out. So we we would rent one classic to sort of you know um it, like she had already seen gone with the wind but she showed me gone with the wind and then i'd seen casablanca before showed it to her uh we watched the philadelphia story or and and just you know movies like that and, and it was always the best part of our um movie watching experience uh and then along came this movie um it's a tennessee williams play uh, so it was an, an adaptation, obviously. Uh, and the, the stars of this movie were um, Paul Newman, and he was just mm. just breaking through at the time. This was probably his first big starring role. It was like three years before The Hustler. Um, and then uh, Elizabeth Taylor, who uh, was a child star uh, from National Velvet. And then, uh, you know, this was part of a series of movies that really catapulted her um, into the status where I, I don't know if uh, a lot of people realize that Liz Taylor was um, who's uh, oh, he, she was Kim Kardashian before yeah. Mm. Yeah. Kim Kardashian. Yeah. yeah. And, and not only, you know, nationally famous, but it, it was internationally mandated for a, a, any woman to be interested in what Liz Taylor was doing. And my girlfriend was no different. She was, you know, um, I don't, I don't know if she liked Liz Taylor or not, but you know, you had to keep track of Liz Taylor. That's just the way it was. (laughs) Um, so, uh, Paul Newman, Liz Taylor, Burl Ives has a huge role in this movie. This is, predates his frosty the snowman <laughs> I was gonna say, that's, um, that's primarily how i know him. yeah which he should have been nominated for I, I i can't believe he didn't win for for frosty that year he probably did <laughs> uh, for all i know the guy has a million awards all over music and and acting and all that anyway <clears throat> the plot of this movie it, we're sort of in the aftermath of a horrible personal tragedy uh paul newman is plays a football star um a college football star whose wife is really resentful of his relationship with his college teammate. And there's a, there's a lot more of the, uh, it really has homosexual overtones in the play. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's where I, I mean, I'd watched the play. My mom and I, this is one of the things we did. Um, we had tickets to the Seattle Repertory Theater, and we'd go watch the plays. And so I'd seen this play performed, and I'd read it. Um, they took a lot of the homosexual stuff out yeah. Um, yeah. for the movie because it just wasn't that time in, in Hollywood yet. Uh, and I get uh, from what I hear, Tennessee Williams was you know pissed off, but mm-hmm. what are you going to do? 
you know, he cashed the checks. So, mm-hmm. um, the, the, the Paul Newman's wife, she's jealous of the attention and, and the relationship that Brick has with his college teammates. So she tries to seduce him. She never quite goes through with it, but he, he kills himself one night, the, the college roommate. And, and, you know, it, they're just in these terrible emotional aftermath. Uh, and they they get uh, called to Brick's childhood home. He's from a very rich family. This is Burl Ives' home. And um, they get called there for his 65th birthday, 55th? 65th. 65th. Yeah. Okay. I just rewatched it on, on my flight yesterday. It had been a long time since I had seen it. So they're there under the pretense that it's his birthday. Brick never gets out of his pajamas. He's broken his leg uh, running around on a on a track while he was drunk, trying to recreate his college days. He's in a super tailspin about his best friend killing himself. Um, and then there's just a lot of underlying tension about Cat um, uh, Elizabeth Taylor not not having kids. And in the play, it was a lot easier to explain because um, Brick was gay. Uh, in the movie, it's harder to explain, but they do say that he's just not interested. And he, you know, in the aftermath of his friend's death, he's not sleeping with his wife. So that's the reason they're not having kids. <clears throat> anyway. Um, it reminded Paul me a little Newman. bit of Hemingway, the way they painted that in just sort of this, uh, sort of alluded to either he's physically unable or mentally not interested or some combination thereof the way the the movie sort of brushes over the the homosexuality stuff i think they give you options so that you can choose your own path on why (laughs) yeah yeah and and, and every time i've watched it i come at it from a little bit of a different place i'm like oh yeah okay he hinted at it there or they didn't hint at it there they should have done this right but uh, you know uh regardless if there if there were no play I think this would have been a more highly regarded movie, you know, because mm. they were working with the param- within the parameters of Hollywood, mm. and they were saying as much as they could. Yeah, because if think. they didn't have that, they could have just made one of them infertile or something. Right. Yeah, yeah, probably the way they go these days. But um, this was the first time that I ever watched a movie and um, just said, ah, well, obviously, these people are going to be movie stars. Mm-hmm. The, these two right here. Well, they're both they're, gorgeous. Yeah. I know. Amazingly yeah, gorgeous. Yeah. And both of those people were Burl Ives. He's so <laughs> hot. Yeah. The Burl Ives nesting doll <laughs> when it opens. It's so amazing. Um. Anyway, um, I, want to, I want to cut that out. <laughs> Bobby saying Burl Ives and Mary's just going. He's so hot. <laughs> Pretty Did roll. We get in the clear? <clears throat> but I. Okay, so this this movie is nominated for six Oscars. Didn't win any. I don't think it deserved to win any, but I think it deserved the nominations. Um, and for for no other reason for Paul Newman. I mean. I think he's like 32, 33 when he does this movie. And he manages to actually not look interested in a 26-year-old <laughs> Elizabeth Taylor. Yeah. In, in, uh, 
in lingerie. He just he, he looks disinterested. So I'd have been like, Oscar, <laughs> Oscar, this guy right here, because he's straight. We know, you know, because he dumped yeah. his wife and married Joanne Woodward for a million yeah. years. So yeah, God, he was beautiful. Oh, yeah, I had a couple of yeah. moments watching this on the flight where I was a little sheepish about the the visuals, and it's very much PG. But I was just like, wow, she's just sort of. She, I know. She's showing off. And then I remembered that on the previous flight, I was sitting next to a guy watching an episode of Handmaid's Tale that was 90% sex. <laughs> oh, and gross, weird. Yeah. 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 There All are things that you should just sex. not on an airplane. It's like public sphere. Uh, okay. But here's the, here's the biggest issue. I, you know, obviously, this movie everyone needs to see. But. Um, I know they they passed the the HIPAA laws like in the nineties. Um, how wh- how did Big Daddy not know that he was going to die? <laughs> Spoiler! And everyone else knew. They used to not tell people. Yeah, like, like your doctor. Yeah, the doctor told his sons <laughs> yeah. that he was going to die, and told him, "No, it's good. It's just a head cold." Or you know, like what? What the fuck are you? They thought that it was like it better did- for people. I don't know if that was the case here, but they used to do that because they thought it was like better for the patient to not know that they were about to die. <sighs> yeah, that it's to disgusting. me that was the most disturbing part of the movie. But, um, in it grows more disturbing as I age because I just imagine my doctor saying, oh, no. Just telling Emily. You're fine. Don't let him know. (laughs) (laughs) That that foot looks good. I wouldn't address that. (laughs) God. (laughs) I'm not the help. (laughs) (laughs) And if nothing else, this movie gave us something that I love screaming when I discover someone lying, and that is, Mendacity! <laughs> the mendacity! Which I'll probably be yelling during the game at some point. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, that was a good one. Mm-hmm. That's, I haven't seen it in a really long time, so I'm going to loop, loop around. Yep. It was a good rewatch. And I remember yeah. reading the play at some point, yeah. too. And yeah. yeah. It's been a long time. Um. All right. Bobby. Yeah. Bobby all right. Uh, I my Oscar is for best coming of age movie, I guess, yeah. or, or maybe just most lighthearted, fun coming of age movie. Um, and and I really thought about this. I, I I was trying to sort of narrow down some of my favorites. I scrolled through ten years of Netflix streaming history. Oh, God, just crazy! Wow. You can do that mm. if you get deep into the bowels. A lot of, of pop Netflix patrol. Sounds like a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> and I. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Will. Will just asked if I'm proud of my choices. Uh, no. Um, and I I was try- I had a few different movies bouncing around, uh, and I would say my runner-up was Empire Records, to speak of Renee oh, Zellweger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Early Renee. Because Such I, a good movie. I feel like Empire yes. Records is the 90s version of The Breakfast Club. Like, I think I, totally. yeah. I yeah, just yeah. missed yeah. the cusp on The Breakfast Club. I, it's a fine movie. It doesn't resonate with me so much, but... Um, I, you know, Empire Records is pretty close, but yeah. I like Ferris Bueller's Day Off for this 1986, the year I was born. I was gonna say, oh God, <laughs> I know. I think I saw it in the theater. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> I totally did. Yep. 
And and we don't need to get into the details of the plot because I I can't imagine there's anyone listening who has not seen Ferris Bueller's Day Off. But I guess this if you is haven't what... watched it, it holds right. Yeah, just exactly. Go do it. Yes. Watched yeah. it last night. It's it's just so. And I'm over. I'm gonna watch it on the flight home. I think because I didn't get a chance. I ran out of time before recording this week. But I think uh, those of you who know me or have met me or just listen to the podcast long enough know I I try to turn everything into a bit of an adventure. It's just my nature. Work, fun, whatever. Just try not to take things too seriously. And and when I was younger, I did take things too seriously all the time. And I was a stress case. And I've gotten better about that most of the time. I'm still kind of a dick. But uh, let my camera. Uh, I'm Cameron. not gonna... <laughs> I know. Hey, he's on succession though. He's still like yeah. checking along. He's yeah. still working yeah. and making money and yeah. I don't know what happened, you know, Broderick. Meh. But uh yeah, so you know, Matthew Broderick just uh being the kid who cuts school and makes a day of it and it turns into a whole thing and staying one step ahead of the the principal who's trying to chase him down, Jeffrey Jones playing Ed Rooney, His Buffalo new. native sex offender. <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah, yeah. Best supporting oh. though. But, I mean, yeah, he should have been. Yeah. Uh, right. I, yeah. As far as I'm concerned, I'm pretty sure this was not did did not win. It was not even nominated for anything, oh. which is fine. Uh, Jennifer Grey, her other major oh, role. She was, yeah, yeah. Besides, she was very good in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Besides carrying a water. She's been nominated for best breaking of the fourth wall. <laughs> <laughs> It's just one of those movies that I think everybody needs to see and everybody should revisit every few years and everybody should just let it sink in a little bit that once in a while you got to stop and enjoy life. How many people do you think go to the Art Institute in Chicago just because of that movie? Because I did. Of course. (laughs) I do. Of course. God, and it makes Chicago look... I mean, Chicago is a great town. I love Chicago, but it really makes Chicago look amazing. Yeah, it does. my dad's always like Chicago. My dad loves Chicago. It's his favorite American city. And he's like, Chicago is uh, like New York has all the same stuff without a lot of the crap yeah, that, it does. New York, mm-hmm. that you have to deal with. And it's less expensive. Yep. And it's just, I, yep, it's a cool I would town. love to do a remake, but shoot it in Vancouver, you know, and save like <laughs> $70 million on it. And just see if anybody noticed. Oh, man. I still, though, I get really stressed out, like, by. Like I love it, I love it, I love it, and then at the end with the car situation, oh, yeah, yeah. Car very anxious. Uh, I know. I'm like, oh, right. it's not gonna work. It's not how it works. That's not. Oh, and then when it goes through, Duh. like I can't. Horrible. Yeah, it's it's too much. It also, um, it also spun off one of the best ska punk bands, Save Ferris. Oh yeah, yep. Save oh, Ferris. Yeah. Uh, good, good soundtrack all around. Wayne mm-hmm. Newton yeah. must be so yeah. grateful for all the royalties <laughs> for Don Kishan. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, what, we got early computer hacking, and there's that scene yeah. with the secretary <laughs> whose name I can't remember, who lists all the Edie, different... Edie, uh, I love her. Yes. I think oh, her yeah. yeah. Listing all the different groups of people in the school who love him. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I was... I think he's a righteous dude. Right. <laughs> I wasn't that popular in high school, but I did run around with a lot of different groups of friends. I was sort of uh, in and out of a lot of different kinds of friends. And I always liked that scene because of that, too. Like, you don't have to fall into one click. You can kind of bounce around and like a lot of different kind of people, which, not to get too sentimental, I think is a little bit like this podcast, too, because we're all a little different. And yet we all ended up here being geeky together. So if if you could only get like five to ten seconds of that actress in that movie... 
to me it would Ugh. be when when they're rushing back and forth scrambling because they're <laughs> they're sure that they've they fucked this whole thing up and she has to pick up and pretend to be Jeffrey Jones and she goes Ferris Bueller you're my hero I know that you guys love that part where she has to jump in the water that's like the part that you're like getting to where he's pretending to die oh yeah she has to save him yep and she's I remember being like I don't know any 17-year-old that has, like, lingerie. Like, why is she wearing, like... (laughs) She's really weird to me. Um, It's Edie McClurg. I'm sorry. That's who uh, plays the The secretary. secretary. I had to correct myself. Uh, Charlie Sheen, a young Charlie Sheen. Yep. Uh, Cameo. He's creepy, but also Mm -hmm. sexy for some reason. I don't know why. Um, No, it's, it's a... It's a really fun movie. I remember seeing it in the theater, which, you know, I am a fair amount older than Bobby, but I... Was it way too young to be saying it? Like, there's no reason. I, it was like seven. I don't, I don't know why. My, I was with my aunt. She was like, let's go. But I loved it. I thought it was so fun. And how much money did Ben Stein make on Visine commercials because of this movie? <laughs> Noted conservative Yuck. Ben Stein. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I think that's more than enough for me. And if we're going straight across the run sheet here, that means it's time for Wapner. Oh, God. All right. This is my pick. And although it has won several Oscars, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's okay. whatever. Um, it won four it's Oscars, right. I think. This is yeah. 1998's yeah. Rain Man. Um, and I. Did I say 98? 88. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was six years old when this came out. And I definitely have never seen it in the theater. Um, but if if I was sick at home, when I was sick, my parents did not indulge me hardly ever. But if I was sick, I got to choose what, what movies I wanted to watch. And they would go to Blockbuster and get me. The movie, and it was always Rain Man, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, and Beetlejuice. Those were always what I wanted to watch when I was sick. And then I would they, I would be done with the movies in time to watch, like, I don't know, um, uh, Wheel of Fortune or something. Yeah, I was going to, yeah. <laughs> um, so Rain Man was, is, is particularly interesting to me because it was my first, and probably a lot of people's first introduction to autism, just the concept yeah. Of, yeah. of autism. And... Um, Dustin Hoffman plays an autistic savant, which is a, a kind of a, a subset. Like, it, it, I think maybe this movie made uh, some positive inroads and maybe some negative ones because then it's, I, it, I feel like people started to think that all autistic people had magic powers. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> which is yes, they don't. not true. Yeah. <laughs> not, not really. <laughs> um, How many Skittles are in that VW? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so just a well, this was directed by Barry Levinson of The Natural. Uh, right? I was gonna say The Natural. <laughs> we can't let that go by. Uh, yeah. He has uh-huh. a wild uh, filmography. Yeah, he like, does. Yeah. He, start, he started with Diner. You know, that's it. Good Morning Vietnam, The Natural, Wonderful. right? And then like Toys, Wag the Dog. Is, yes, <laughs> uh, he kind of went off uh, like it. It's not good anymore. Like it, it, it kind of went off the, it the bills to bit. pay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So a, a brief plot synopsis. Uh, this is Tom Cruise is plays this guy named Charlie who's kind of a jerk. He's a car salesman, and he's getting himself into some hot water, importing some cars that are getting held up. So he's in some debt. He's got some money problems. And then his father dies, and his father 
was very wealthy. And so he goes uh, to kind of like get the, you know, they read the will and he's expecting to get all the money. And then he learns that all the money is going to a mental institution. And he's like, what the hell is that about? He gets like a, he gets a cool car, but he's not happy about that. He wants like $3 million. And so he goes to this institution and that's where he meets his brother Raymond. um, And he didn't know about him before. And so he learns about his autism and um they he actually springs uh he springs raymond from the institution and they end up going on a cross-country road trip together (laughs) and (laughs) raymond's got all these routines that he needs to follow and it kind of exacerbates tom cruise tom cruise is a jerk at first and he kind of eventually softens up as the movie goes and he learns to kind of understand and work with his brother and he eventually figures out that raymond was sent away because his parents thought that he hurt uh, Charlie when he was a baby, but he didn't. He was trying to save him. But he, since since Raymond can explain himself, he got sent away to this institution for the rest of his life. Um, so there, 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 there's kind of a, a yeah, that's heart, a heartbreaking story. Um, so they try to kind of figure out like maybe um, maybe uh, Charlie can have some of the money and the mental institution could like work with him and they're like, no, (laughs) we're not doing that. Um, so, uh, eventually I think the, the, the institution offers him a little bit of money and then leave Raymond alone. And he says no, and he'd rather have a relationship with his brother and no money. So it kind of ends up being sort of sweet. Um, but it's got some fun stuff about counting cards. They go to a casino, they win a bunch of money. Somebody throws underpants on the, on the highway. Um, there's a it's lot a of liberating really moment. Sweet We've moments. all had that moment. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't Do like his tiny whiteies. There's been some like um, rumblings that um, what's this, uh, Tom Cruise should have won over um, no. Dustin Hoffman. No, I haven't. So I haven't. They were like his. Well, listen, I'm just I'm just reiterating. <laughs> I'm not I'm not taking his opinion. Yeah. Um, yeah. I saw uh, this is another one I saw in the theater, and I just remember loving it so much. Yeah. Um, and thinking it was a really cool movie. It has a so couple did of setting Hoffman cards. win the Oscar? Yeah, Hoffman won yeah. the Oscar. Yeah, he okay. got Best Actor okay. in a Leading Role. And then I think, let me look. Uh, it got Best Picture, Best Original Screenplay, Best Director, and then and Best Director. Best Director. Yeah. So he walked it up to the edge. He didn't go full retard. So oh, my God. I, I knew it. That's I knew. I'm quoting a movie. <laughs> Can, we quote movies? That. <laughs> Can we quote movies? I, think, <laughs> I do think that movies. was relevant, so we'll keep it in, especially because I don't think anybody's putting Tropic Thunder... Yeah, no. oh. we'll allow it. I could talk to Tropic Thunder. I like Tropic. <laughs> we know. <laughs> Another Tom Cruise uh, performance. Yeah, awesome. Um, that's a good one, Meredith. Yeah, yeah. It's one of my favorites. Gonna... Also watched that on the flight, and I just thought, what happened to Carl Bernstein? <laughs> <laughs> I thought I always thought his that Tom Cruise's girlfriend was really interesting. Like I, I yeah. was a yeah. little tiny kid, and I was just like, wow, this woman is exotic and amazing mm-hmm. yep um okay i'm gonna go up next this is a random movie but i thought um in the spirit of the oscars i would talk about it because it's actually something that's like pretty fundamental to my many several of my friend groups weirdly um okay it's a movie called kicking and screaming from not from 2005 it's not the will ferrell <laughs> one it's not the soccer yeah, i was really movie. confused when you put that on the <laughs> list too. Like, oh, man, i watched the wrong one okay. I, thought, I watched like, it just, four times i have no i thought she had a story like the aladdin one that no, i was like no. i can't wait for this <laughs> no this is um the 1995 uh film it's actually noah bombuck's uh first film that he directed and it's his first film um 
I don't know why I saw it because it's like a really small kind of independent movie. There's not really any big stars in it. I mean, they're like sort of famous people, but not like, you know, well, there's not Parker, Parker Posey, right? Parker Posey. Yeah. And it was definitely like at her time where it was like, oh, Parker Posey's, you know, the mm-hmm. indie darling. Mm-hmm. I think I must have seen Roger Ebert like review it and I thought oh that looks good I want to see that so I think my sister and I went to see it and then it's just one of those movies that I got on VHS and my friends and I would watch it all the time to the point where it was like again I don't know if it's so good but it was just one of those and we quote it all we still quote it to this (laughs) day like so basically the gist of it is it is not a lot happens but it is fair it's extremely Gen X like it is and Bill Simmons also loves this movie this is like one of his favorite movies that it's like it just maybe just caught us at the right time but it's these, you know, guys graduate from, I think it's like a college like I went to, like a small uh, liberal arts college. And then they're like, fuck, we have no idea what we're going to do. We have like all these student loans and we're kind of just like hanging around this old town, this college town. And we don't really know what we're going to do with the rest of their lives. Anyway, but it's just kind of like, they, it, it, that's how Noah Baumbach movies are. There's like not a ton that happens. It sort of has singles existing. vibes, right? Like what exactly. are we going to do with yes. the rest of our lives? Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. And it's 1995, so it's definitely yeah. in that um in that uh time. So it's uh Josh Hamilton who was the played the dad in 8th grade. He's pretty much the star of it and it sort of talks about his relationship uh with Jane um and it plays with flashbacks a little bit um of like how their relationship started and then you know, but then kind of like devolved a little bit. And it, anyway, I I love it and the another reason why I love it so much there's a part, and this like predates, you know, what this is known for now. But one of the friends is like, I think we should have a name for our group. Like, we should like get it on a jacket or something. What about cougars? What about cougars? I think cougars is cool. That's a cool name. And he goes like cougars, and like it's really excited about it. So we named our group the Cougars. It was like all of my, my girlfriends. We were the Cougars, and now that we're all you know in our forties, that oh, name no. <laughs> is oh, really no. not great. Well, you were just saying. This week that you love <laughs> you love to name group chats. Do you have a group I chat do named l- Cougars? Named Cougars. Um, my co- no, surprisingly not because that group chat is the annoying friend. Oh, okay. Because, uh, that's, but those are my Cougar. F- <laughs> See, now I say it. Those are my Cougar friends. Mm. <laughs> Sounds sound, quite right. No, it sounds, it's terrible. But um, but yeah, it's just a. I don't know why it reminds me of like a name conversations you have with your friends. Um, th- like that don't really mean anything, but they sort of build up to mean a lot mm-hmm. to you um chris eichmann's also in it if you saw him you would be like oh yeah that guy like he was sort of a 90s i think he's really really funny he has a very dry sense of humor um who else is it eric stoltz is in it like he's like their weird friend that like, oh, yeah. hangs out at the college mm-hmm. um and like he's kind of annoying but they sort of like to hang out with him um i'm trying to think who else is it? yeah parker posey's in it um the the mom from Stranger Things is in it, and she plays like a seventeen year old, which is sort of funny to like. I don't know, aging is weird, um, but it, I don't know. It's a it's a, not not a lot happens, but it's like a very comforting movie to me. And there's a part where they ask one of the guys like, "Are you are you wearing a pajama top?" And the guy's like, "No." Mm, yes <laughs> I don't know why like that is like our like uh, that is my friend groups like just asking for like he's like, "Are you wearing mascara?" And the guy's like, "No." no. Mm. Yes. <laughs> um, anyway, it's a good movie. And if I think you can probably find it. I didn't check, but I'm sure it's streaming somewhere, especially with Noah Baumbach it's on being Netflix. popular. It's so, on Netflix. Yeah. Is it really? Yep. Oh, my gosh. I didn't even check. I, I got about halfway it. through it last yeah. night after getting back from 
going out for some festivities before yeah, I could that's not stay awake. Yes, that's a, yeah, that's not a good idea. That's not a good idea. Um, anyway, that's my pick. Christy. Oh, it's your me. time. Yeah. <laughs> um, I picked Bridesmaids, the 2011 oh, so, movie. So good. It's so good. I had a really hard time narrowing it down because I was like, my favorite movie of all times, but that wasn't the category. Um, so I, uh, as of last night, I had 10 and I, and then I narrowed <laughs> it down. <laughs> I'm glad you narrowed it down. Ballot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, um, yeah, Bridesmaids, it's the, uh, let's see, it was written by Kristen Wiig, um, and, and Annie Momolo. You know who that? that is? I think it's Momolo. I don't know. But she's the, she's the friend, like, not the friend. She's the one that sits next to her on the plane. And she was, like, the one that's freaking out. They're, she's like, take the medicine. Just take oh, it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it is? Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. I mean, definitely just for giving us, help me, I'm poor. That oh, help yeah. me, I'm poor. I use it. Right? <laughs> me too. Um, it just was, it was really great. It was um it came out at a time when people were questioning whether women could be funny. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> this basically was the answer to that. Like, yeah. fuck you. Yes. Um, yeah. and it's just a rom-com, but the romantic part is like friendships of girls and, yeah. and women. And it's so great. And also it brought us Melissa McCarthy. I mean, I knew she did stuff before, but this yeah. was like her breakout. Like, Oh my God, this woman is mm-hmm. amazing. I took nine. I took nine. <laughs> <laughs> I always say that. <laughs> So I, oh. I mean, I'm sure everyone has seen it, but if you haven't, you should definitely. I just oh, found out Jeremy hasn't seen it. Really? And so whenever I do, help me, I'm poor. He doesn't like, know what you're talking he about. He thought I just made that up, and he was like, "Why do you say it in that voice?" And I was like, "What?" So we definitely have to watch it. And I just, love the part. That whole plane part is so oh fucking God. funny yep. when she's talking like, "We're gonna go to," and then Christian Wake goes, "You do." <laughs> Um, one of my best friends got married at the time this came out and we had this, uh, one of her old friends decided that she was the maid of honor and was like proclaiming it to everyone, but there wasn't really one because they kind of eloped. And, um, so I, she did a speech, but like there wasn't supposed to be speeches. And so I was like, I'm getting up there. I'm doing it. I am doing it. And so I kind of did, but I didn't go like full bridesmaids. But I was like, yeah, I would just want to like, I kind of added on to what she said. But And you're like, remember when we were five? Totally. <laughs> but I, um, I got approval from the bride. I was like, I'm okay. doing this. And she's like, do it. Please do it. <laughs> First of all, it's a train wreck. She's drunk and she's just like, mm-hmm. yeah. Also, yeah. like, this is a movie about a wedding, but I don't even remember the husband. Like that. It's what, you know who it is? Because um, he's barely in it. I'm sure. I think they must have cut out his scenes. It's um, Tim Heidecker. It is. Um, yeah, I don't he's that like that. But you don't hear him talking. Like they're the only time is like when they're together, sort of like oh, like we're getting married, and it's like them like at the altar. I mean, that's really like hmm. the only time you ever see him. Yeah, that's how it should be. Well, and the yeah. stomach <laughs> bug scene is maybe one of my favorite things that's ever oh, happened in a movie. Oh my gosh! Oh my god! Uh, we were losing our minds. <laughs> yeah. so we're like, well, the part where she's like, "Why don't you have? If you don't feel, if you feel fine, why don't you have an almond or whatever?" <laughs> yeah. she gives you, like, <laughs> like, <laughs> Oh my god! I like she's when like she's just like, sweating. It's happening! It's happening! And she's like ducks down in the in her dress in the middle, squats down. In and the I've street. definitely the done establishing that. Establishing shot 
where where they're walking across the dirty parking lot to the <laughs> Brazilian steakhouse. I'm like, I know where this is going. I'm, I, yeah, I love it. I love it. I'm all in on where this is going. And I love when she's like, don't look at me. Don't look at me. I've definitely done that. <laughs> uh, it's really, really, really funny. Yes. Uh, like, I can, Fine, until I somebody makes know. a movie about a bunch of white guys who hang out together. <laughs> That sounds boring. Bachelor party. Tom Hanks. <laughs> hangover. hangover. Yeah. 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 And they kept calling it, this is the woman's hangover. It's not. No. Though. No. No. Stop no. comparing it to other things. It, yeah. And, and it's only that is like the only part that is like, you know, similar-ish to like a hangover or yeah. Yeah. bachelor party kind of thing. The but gross out parts. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Mostly it is. And I, I did think it was like you know when you sort of grow apart from your friends like they're just having different life experiences Mm -hmm. you know moving on or just moving on to different things it is i don't know it's hard and friendship stuff is really hard you know we focus so much on romantic relationships which is a part of this but um maintaining friendships for a really long time is very difficult yeah it is uh Mm -hmm. and it's uh sometimes you have to put just as much into it as you do into a romantic relationship yeah, you should start recording. Also, that uh, actor, yeah. That, yeah, uh, that actor who played the cop is hot. So yeah, he was. Oh yeah, what is his name? I was he into was him. Doherty, Doherty. What is it? Let yeah. me look. Oh, uh, Chris O'Dowd. Chris O'Dowd. Yeah. O'Dowd. Yeah. 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 Oh. I really like. Yep. Him. All in. Not Chris O'Donnell. No. <laughs> What's yeah, he been short. doing? <laughs> so, oh, oh, he is the star of NCIS Los Angeles. No, correct? really? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yep. Oh, he's making bucks. Uh, yep. he's, Dave he stands really likes on him. an L.A. phone book and does the show. <laughs> <laughs> Dave really likes him because he's from Boston and he has like 12 children, I think. I think he really does have like six kids. Ugh. But he's making that. He's making that. Uh, Good for him. NCIS cash. Mm-hmm. Actually, I do day. root more for for athletes and entertainers when they have more kids like philip rivers and uh, like he, he just had his ninth kid I'm like, I'm like okay i hope you get one more contract bro <laughs> he needs it nine kids oh yep. my goodness um, gracious. Th- it also gave us rebel wilson oh yeah, yeah. You know, okay so i have like really flip-flopped on her because when i first saw her in this she still is so fucking funny mm-hmm. it annoys me because she does literally the same thing in every single movie that she's in and i'm like move kind on of. Mm. like yeah. i don't know why and I, it's like i you're really funny and i don't want to think of like you being fat as like your one characteristic yeah. i feel like she uses well, it well now much, she's it, like, skinny so oh um, well there we go but, but it, it in Jojo Rabbit, she plays a yeah. different character, and it's hilarious. Okay, good. Because yeah. I, well, I was I saw that movie with like her and Anne Hathaway. It was not good at all. Um, it was supposed to be like dirty, rotten scoundrels, but mm-hmm. like with women, it was awful. And she sort of did that, like not in this. In this, she was just weird and funny, and she and her brother are just like yeah, oh my so God. odd, so weird. Like, mm-hmm. were they sleeping together? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, well, whatever. Yeah. She's got Match.com commercials to make now. Uh, yeah, so. listen. Yeah. yeah, she's 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 got it. Yeah, she's she's also making that um, coin. <laughs> I was trying to think about the best way to phrase the question of the week based on this sort of our sort of loose potpourri genre. Uh, <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> and uh, the way I I wrote it before we started is, what is the one movie you want to amplify? If there's if there's one yeah. movie that that maybe doesn't immediately come to mind for a watch or a rewatch, but that you think everyone should watch or rewatch, what is it? Tell us that. I think I think that's a good way to encapsulate all the movies we just picked and talked about. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So. I think that's good. Signal Amp a movie on this week's question of the week. And next week, when we are not doing a movie-centric podcast, we will at least uh, have that for the mailbag. Yep. All right. Uh, housekeeping? Housekeeping. <laughs> See that lovely non-racist. Yes. Oh, that's why I Beautiful. chose it immediately. Um, <laughs> I'll give you an Oscar for that. <laughs> Um, please. Oh no! It's like Meredith should win. Mike will win. Going to win. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. Typical. Oh, typical. Um, check out our new merch at thisshowhaseverything.com and click the shop button. It is amazing stuff. You're gonna love it. Yeah, it's awesome. And uh, as always, check us out on your podcatcher. Rate us and review us. We would really appreciate that. Next week. Next week, I want to read some of the new reviews uh, from the last several weeks. So please review us or else we won't have any fodder for the show. Please. <laughs> uh, how you can get involved, you can find us at thisshowhaseverything.com. You can send us your feedback at throwyourphone.com. The Facebook group, which now has 208 members and growing, this show has everything. On Twitter, we're at yeah. Show. You can email us directly at tshe at 10710.com. Send us a voice memo. Uh, because that's better than a voicemail. You can fax me any body part you want at 617-354-8513. Bobby, it really sounds like you're soliciting now. Not just body parts, let's say. (laughs) The last fax I got was for uh, windows and siding, so it would be great to get one. (laughs) Uh, And uh, until next time, uh, that was everything. Throw to Mike. (laughs) What? Not the help. <laughs> help me, I'm poor. <laughs> I ain't helping anybody. You stare at the back of my head all you want. Dark shame, darling, dark shame. Thank you for all the joy and pain. Picture show. Second balcony was the place we'd meet. Second seat, gold Dutch treat. You were sweet, darker shame, darling, darker shame. Save those lies, darling, don't explain. I recall Central Park and What a mess, I confess, that's not all Darker Shane, darling, darker Shane Thank you for walks down lover's lane I can see hearts carved on a tree Let us intertwine for all time, yours and mine Shane, darling, darker Shane. Thank you for 
सो सारे सो सारे बाबे